is 10.35 a.m. And, uh, of course, on Friday, as we've noted, President Trump announced some terrific news for the United States with statistics showing that in the month of May, the unemployment rate in this country dropped from 14.7% to 13.3%. Uh, that, on a day that the Washington Post, which is supposed to be credible, uh, sent out a tweet saying that the unemployment rate would be rising all the way up to 20%. But fortunately, that did not happen. Once again, the Washington Post was being fake news. Uh, they were hoping the unemployment would go up so they could use it against Trump, but it did not go up. Uh, instead of losing 7.5 million jobs, we gained 2.5 million jobs. Uh, a shift of 10 million jobs from what was expected. Uh, and that led to the unemployment rate uh, falling by a point and a half in the United States. Uh, which is great news, and you would think that all of us in the United States would celebrate this reality because it is great for our shared nation's economy. Uh, however, you had the media, the mainstream media present at President Trump's Friday announcement about the unemployment numbers, outraged. Uh, they left that gathering angry uh, with negative things to say. Uh, you had PBS's Yamichi Alcindor outraged that, that President Trump would have the audacity to celebrate at a, at a time where it shows that the African-American unemployment in the United States had gone up by one-tenth of one percent. How dare he celebrate on a day like that? Uh, of course, President Trump was not celebrating that. Uh, the show was not celebrating that. We don't want the unemployment rate to increase in any community. So, no, that's not what was being celebrated. That was not even what was being discussed. For President Trump, for, for this show, it, it was not about breaking it down by skin color. No, what we cared about is, end of the day, Americans. Uh, not Americans of a certain skin color, Americans as a whole, which encompasses Americans of all skin colors, what was the news? And the news was 14.7 down to 13.3. Great news. Uh, but here you go. You've got the mainstream media trying to turn even the greatest of news for the United States into a negative. And trying to bring identity politics into it. Which, of course, there's no place for. I mean, really. You have... A great accomplishment for the United States and the mainstream media, in various instances, is just out to try and make you believe that things are terrible. Because they don't care about your country. They don't care about reporting factual information. All they care about is trying to attack Trump every chance they get. I mean, President Trump, uh, during his Friday news conference, uh, said that he believes that law enforcement should treat all Americans equally, regardless of things like their skin color. I, I, I mean, President Trump's like, no, treat all Americans equally. And people got outraged by that. I, I mean, how do you get outraged by saying, no, all Americans should be treated equally by the police? It's common sense. He's absolutely right. 
Uh, no, no one should be uh, above the law. No one should be below the law. But even that angers people. Uh, you had CBS's Paula Reed complaining about how, well, Trump, he left this so-called press conference without taking any of our questions, and then he headed off to the state of Maine, which is one of the whitest states in the United States. I, I mean, these people have lost their minds. Uh, they have lost it. At Trump derangement syndrome, it turns out, is the worst of the conditions that you can have because it totally consumes your entire life and, and it makes you sound like a complete moron every time you open your mouth. And that's what's happened to so many of these idiots in the mainstream media. I, I mean, it's remarkable. Even great news for our country, unemployment defying the odds down roughly a point and a half. We add two and a half million jobs and the mainstream media is not happy about it. Uh, Clearly, it it is not a pro-America agenda for those people. It is an anti-Trump agenda, which in cases like this becomes an anti-America agenda as well. All right, uh, moving on to uh, the latest from the NFL. On Friday afternoon, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell uh, released a video, uh, a a video statement that he was giving uh, in response to the protests, and the riots of recent weeks. And in the video, uh, Goodell was seemingly responding to having been called out by a group of star NFL players. And in the video, uh, Goodell seemingly met every one of their demands of him. Uh, Goodell voiced support for the Black Lives Matter movement, Uh, Goodell went claiming that there is a systemic oppression of black people in the United States, and Goodell apologized for what he says was a lack of support for those NFL players who were protesting during the national anthem in recent years. I I mean, again, Goodell, he pretty much just said, yep, I'll go ahead and and bow to you. Whatever you want, I'll do it. That's not what the leader, the commissioner, should go doing. I, I mean, no. You don't need to go giving in to you know, the, these NFL players' demands. You are the boss. As the commissioner, the, the people who run this league, the commissioner, you know, of course, there's a lot of power for the owners of these teams. Look, all law-abiding U.S. citizens obviously have constitutional rights. No one is here to take it away from them. Uh, This show notes that, yes, these players who, for whatever reason, want to protest during the national anthem, uh, whether, you know, they don't know that it's, you know, something that's viewed as harmful in many circles, or those like Colin Kaepernick who do realize it's harmful but do do it anyway because they they just want to make it all about themselves. These guys, this show is said consistently, yes, they have the constitutional right to go doing that. If they they want to kneel during the national anthem and show disrespect during the national anthem, they have the constitutional right to do it. This show defends that right, even though we disagree wholeheartedly with what it is they are doing with their rights. Uh, But if you're the NFL, if, if you're the employer here, you can tell these players, look, yes, you have constitutional rights, but if you are going to work for this business, this private business, well then, 
you have to abide by our rules. If you don't want to, you don't have to work here. You don't have to play in the NFL. Uh, you, you can have nothing to do with the NFL. And then, yes, you can you know exercise your constitutional rights whenever, wherever. But if you are going to be at work, working for us, you have to abide by our workplace rules we have in place. This is what the NFL should have done all along and said, if you are going to be representing our brand, our league, then you are not going to go disrespecting the national anthem, the flag, the troops, the country. Because again, uh, whether a given player intends to do this or not, what they're doing is disrespectful when, when they do these national anthem protests. It is disrespectful to the flag and all of the men and women of all backgrounds who have sacrificed so greatly for that flag and everything that it stands for. The NFL, a long time ago, should have said, no, we're not going to let this happen. If you're going to work here, you're going to represent us. You are going to show respect during the anthem. You are going to stand for the anthem, you are going to have your, your hand over your heart. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But then you're not going to be part of the NFL. I mean, that's how it should have been handled all along. Uh, but that's not how Roger Goodell handled it. I Think back to September 2017 when these anthem protests were, were, were you know, at their height. Goodell didn't do anything to stop it. I, Goodell actually, he and various owners actually voiced support for it in various ways. Yeah, you know, sticking to Trump who said the, the SOB comment. Yeah, you know, do what you want. I, Goodell actually, he was backing these, these national anthem protests. And now it's to the point where Goodell, who actually had those players back during that, now he's having to apologize. Uh, apologize for what? How does he need to apologize for not supporting their anthem protests when he was supporting their anthem protests? And why on earth is Goodell going along with this? I, I mean, it, it's just senseless in so many ways. Goodell back then in September 2017, he gave the players who were protesting what they wanted. And yet now, it still, it turns out, isn't enough. And he's having to apologize. I, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees, last week, we discussed on the program, he, he makes these comments. He was asked in an interview, uh, do you feel any differently now than you did back then uh, about some of your fellow NFL players uh, protesting during the national anthem? And Brees simply said, without making this about race or without, you know, being bigoted in any way, came out and said, no, I don't feel any differently. I, I, back then... I found it to be disrespectful to the flag of the troops, and now I, I find it to be disrespectful to the flag of the troops. It's not the time to do it. Totally appropriate comments. Totally appropriate. And, and, and then right away you have this woke mob going after Drew Brees. How dare you say something like that? How, do, do you, are, are you not sensitive? Are, are you a racist, Drew Brees? I, I, I mean... You, you had this woke mob going after Breeze right away when he didn't say anything wrong. Uh, now, Breeze made the mistake of apologizing for what he said. There was nothing to apologize for. He never should have apologized, but he did. He's actually apologized multiple times now. And this only happened in the middle of last week, but you've already gotten multiple apologies from Drew Brees. Over the weekend, there was a lengthy apology to social media from his wife, Brittany Breeze, as well. And still, 
I, I mean, it, even right now, other media outlets are currently talking as we speak about what a terrible person Drew Brees is. He said nothing wrong. He was simply going to bat for the United States and its flag and its troops. He gets attacked for it. Then senselessly he apologizes multiple times for it. And the people he's apologizing to are still outraged with him. I mean, he's giving them what they want, just like Roger Goodell gave them what they want. And it's still not enough. Why would you give into this? Why Why would you give into this? Don't apologize for having the back of the United States and our military and our flag. Because even when you do, the people who hated you are still, it turns out, in many cases, going to hate you. When it comes to the, the flag and the anthem, it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with that whatsoever. This is a our shared country, the United States. That anthem, that is our anthem. That flag, it is our flag. And men and women of all skin colors have sacrificed, have died for that flag. This is nothing about dividing people based on race. This should bring us all together because at the end of the day, in spite of our differences, we are all Americans. No one should apologize for that. And no one should want to disrespect that. They shouldn't want to disrespect their country. No one should have to tell them. They should just know themselves, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to the United States, a country that's been so great to me, uh, that is uh, allowing me to be free and, and to make millions upon millions of dollars every year playing a game of football. No one should want to disrespect that. But here we are, and it, it seems inevitable. It seems inevitable. If there is an NFL season in 2020, that these national anthem protests will be back, and it might be more widespread than ever. And if that happens, all eyes are going to be on Roger Goodell. It's almost inevitable he's going to fail like he has all along. And the NFL better watch out because that is going to cost them a lot, a lot of fans. So we'll see. Uh, if anybody wants to weigh in, 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email John Muir Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. It is 1049. This is the John Muir Show.